What's up, everyone, and welcome to Where Does Food, a food history podcast that tells you all about the history of food. I'm a not-not-food historian, L, And I'm an actual food historian, <laughs> Tim. I got my degree um, yesterday, so everyone should, should uh, celebrate celebrate with me that I got it yesterday. So I'm still stuck in the mail, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> apparently. <laughs> They told me that yours is never coming. Mm-hmm. Oh, unfortunately. Just wait so. till next season. I'm on the come up. Just yeah. wait till next season. Yeah. They, uh, <laughs> yeah. They said, oh, we just ran out of stamps. <laughs> so. Hey, stamps are expensive. I'll wait. I'll take the time. Yeah. Because you can't buy one. You got to buy the roll. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Design fall. Yeah. No. So, Tim, we're switching it up today. I know we usually do where does food. We talk about food. But today we're talking about a drink and a drink. It was near and dear to my heart, a beverage, <laughs> near and dear to my heart. Coffee. Tim. Yeah, we're doing coffee. We're doing coffee. Is coffee food? Uh, depending on who you ask, yes. Uh, it is food, man. We munch on them. We, we literally learn. eat chocolate-covered oh, espresso that's true. beans. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Chocolate, which I, yeah. I mean, I'll eat those. I think they're delicious, honestly. I don't mind them. Yeah, they're amazing. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and Some people hate them. in them. <laughs> fucking fuck those people <laughs> it's, it's double the fun so tim do you like coffee i did i'm drinking coffee right now oh yes okay i i iced coffee right now i have i was gonna say i'm glad we got the memo about coffee i had a, a nice warm coffee before this so my taste buds yeah are... i had to uh i had to get juiced up if you will <laughs> i'm what they call in the business hungover so <laughs> <laughs> are we gonna are we gonna, it is i mean you're doing a birthday episode so yeah yeah it is your, my birthday okay all right yeah hence your hangover typically uh we try and record way before uh the Hangovers. day before release but it didn't happen that way nope. so uh now Blame i'm me. hungover and it's my birthday and i'm talking about coffee with a friend wouldn't have brewed friend, it any other way yeah my friend l the not historian probably will never be one i don't <laughs> think i think they've they just texted me, actually. They said, you are, in fact, never getting a degree. I, never. They're really they're really gung-ho on it, Elle. I think you should just move on. And, you know, it, my credentials are enough for both of us, you know? For both so, of us. At this point. Yeah. All right, I'm going to reapply next season. Uh, okay, re- reapply next season. We'll see it's how It's not going to happen, but no. go ahead and reapply next Never season. say never. Okay, so, Tim, how do you take your coffee? Um, I take my coffee right in my hands i just pick it up typically so that's uh-huh. usually how i do it mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, uh, man i like coffee in a lot of different ways sometimes i'm in the mood for black coffee sometimes i'm in the mood Ooh. for like sometimes i'm in the mood for you know drip coffee with just some you know a little bit of cream and sugar uh i also uh, you know i like cappuccinos big fan mm. um big fan of lattes and i make French press. I have a French press, and that's what I use for my house. So I do French press at my house. I used to do pour over, but I just didn't replace. Like my ceramic pour over broke, and I just 
I just didn't replace it. And, and I've just been on the French press grind for over two years now. Um, I, I'm thinking about buying another pour over thing just because I do like pour over as well. Again, it's, I like it always, man. Coffee's good. Coffee's <laughs> delicious. Yeah. It, yeah. It's, it's, it's a great, great drink. Uh, iced, hot, sweet, not sweet. Uh, I adore it. So, you know, I'm a, I'm a bit of a coffee snob just in terms of like, I, I like, I like my beans to be taken care of and properly. Uh, I mean, cause most coffee beans are old by the time, yes. <laughs> by the time you get them and, uh, age is, is their, is their fucking, you know, kryptonite, unfortunately, air and age. So that's true. No, absolutely. Coffee is something one of those yeah. things where, um, just especially here in America, like we have to import our beans. So uh, they're not yeah. necessarily being being grown in the United States. So like freshness is definitely an issue. I want you to keep that in mind because we're definitely going to talk about that later. Um, yeah. Yeah. So there's, according to scientists, there's about 25 to 100 different types of coffee plant species, which I thought was very interesting. Um, so God on a scale it. of one to five, or t- I'm sorry, not one to five, one to a hundred, what would you say is your rating for coffee? I really do love it. So I'm going to be up in the 90% echelon. Okay. So I'm going to go 90 for this one. Okay. I'm a big fan, man. I, I, I drink it all the time and I, uh, it's, it's, it definitely soothes the soul. It's, it's one of those drinks for me. I agree with that. I, there's like having a long day. It's like, I want a cup of coffee. Wake up in the morning, yeah. have a cup of coffee. And I think this goes with it. I think with coffee too, like to your point, like definitely there's there's so many ways you can make it now. Like, I mean, heck, even like throw in a little cake up or you do a pour over, you do a French press. It can be such an experience. I know people that like they make their coffee ritualistically in the morning, but like it's like something that they take their time with. Like, you know, maybe they crush a workout out. They're having some breakfast and this is like their last like 15 minutes of time before they've got to, you know, hit the door, start yeah. the day. We yeah. hit the rat race, right? Yeah. What's life without controlling some of the time? Some of the time. It, you yeah. Know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. No, truly. <laughs> I think there's so much of that. Uh, you know, we're all evangelists for what works for our mental health. And I wake up early literally to do that. Sit down. Yeah. See? And yeah. just like, and just sit. Sometimes I don't even have the TV on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sometimes I'm literally just sitting. I look like a fucking sociopath. Enjoying I'm just the stillness. Eating yeah. Food and just drinking coffee. And there's no noise, no book, nothing. <laughs> just sitting there. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but how, but see, like that, that's something that works for you. And like you feel like you're reset yeah. and you're good to go for the day. And that, yeah. like you said, that may not work for everybody, but that works for you. And that's important to have that. So yeah, yeah I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm for the coffee resurgence that's occurred. Hey guys, welcome to the ad section. I'm here to tell you real quick about Anchor by Spotify. You may have heard us talk about Anchor at the end of our episodes. Is because Anchor is the platform we use to distribute our podcasts. It's totally free. It helps us distribute our podcasts to different platforms. That's how we're on Apple Podcasts. That's how we're on Google Podcasts, CastBox, you name it. They've helped us do that. You can record directly on the app, on the webpage. They don't even need a super fancy setup. It's super straightforward, totally free. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started on your podcast or whatever you like to do. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of the episode. Hey there. 
It's your host, Tim, stopping the podcast to tell you about an awesome deal that you can get through Rep Sports. Rep Sports is a supplement company, so they help supplement people's workout lives. They have proteins, pre-workouts, post-workouts, recoveries. They have all types of supplements over there, so go check them out and fill out that stack. I know you're getting low. I can feel it. My stack's getting low. I'm about to do me a shop as well. You can also get mine and L's favorite energy drink, Raise Energy. I'm telling you, one can gets you through the day. Not a problem. Raise Energy is fantastic. No crash at all. So if you go to repsports.com and use the code WDF15, you can get 15% at checkout. Again, WDF15, you get 15% at checkout, and you also get to support this podcast and support your workout routine, man. Go do it. Now enjoy the rest of this podcast that we love doing. You know, this is, excuse me, a damn fine cup of coffee. The origin story for coffee, it kind of varies, but what what we've concluded is that we can trace the legends to the forest of the Ethiopian Plateau. It was here that a man named Kaldi first discovered the beans after his goats ate some and became so energetic that they stayed up all night. I love that. I've they, heard this story. Yeah, yeah okay. That. They thought it was just these like super cool berries or super cool. They just thought these were berries and they're like, oh yeah, I'm going right. to feed it to feed it to the animals. And then they stayed up all night and Kaldi was like, this isn't normal. And, yeah. This is not okay. It was Goat Simulator 4. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's actually how the game started. Um, yeah. <laughs> so then Kaldi doing what most people did back in that that time uh he let the local monastery know he let the monks know he was like hey you guys need to do some scientific experiments on these berries i don't know what it is um and then it was here that the uh the berry knowledge uh began to spread so initially coffee was brewed exclusively for the medical profession and and the priesthood so those those two people were the only people that could uh two groups of people i should say only people that could enjoy coffee because they were like we need it to stay up to study for yeah. medicinal purposes yeah, makes, and spread the word of the of the land. So that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, they're hoarding it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which I do want to talk about later. Remind me, we're going to talk about the bands of coffee, but that's going to be later. Okay. Okay. All right. So let's talk about coffee trees, not money trees. Sorry, Kendrick. Okay. So coffee traces its or its origin to genus of plants known as coffea. Experts estimate there are about 25 to 100 species of coffee plants. So that's that's what our rating scale is off of. Coffee cherries grow along the branches, and it takes nearly a year for a cherry to mature after its first flowering. After about five years of growth to reach its full fruit production, coffee plants can live up to 100 years, but they're generally most productive between the ages of 7 and 20. Me too. The average coffee tree produces 10 pounds of coffee cherries per year or two pounds of beans. And then the beans we brew are actually processed and roasted seeds from a fruit called, like I said, that little coffee cherry. Fun, fun little plant time. In the commercial coffee industry, this is something I learned, there are two important coffee species. You have Arabica coffee and Robusta coffee. Right. So coffee Arabica it is a descendant from the original coffee trees discovered in Ethiopia. These trees produce a fine, mild, aromatic coffee and represents approximately 70% of the world's coffee production. I was going to say, I almost predom- I think I've only seen that on the shelves in the States. So Yeah. That- I'm sure the other one's around. I've just uh, never seen it. <laughs> 70%. Like, that's a pretty high market saturation. You can't even... Like, what, yeah. what can you do with that? 
And then uh, our other type is Robusta, and that's mostly grown in Central and Western Africa, parts of Southeast Asia, including Indonesia and Vietnam, and in Brazil. It has a bit more caffeine, not too terribly much more than the other type of of coffee, Um, but it represents only about 30% of coffee production, and it's a bit cheaper also in comparison to the Arabic coffee. Bro, what? Why are they skimping us? What? It's cheaper and it has more caffeine? Mm -hmm. It's not. Well, apparently the beans aren't. Apparently aren't as good, but I'm like, whatever. <laughs> it's got higher it doesn't caffeine, have to be a, so it doesn't have to. It doesn't have to be a full market takeover, but like, I don't know, buddy. Maybe even it like out 60, a little 40? bit. Like sixty forty, maybe like a sixty forty yeah. stat. Yeah, no, seventy thirty right now. I'm just saying, I've never seen robusta beans. On, I haven't either. On, and if I have, I guess maybe I just didn't notice. I'm just saying that like we could use some balance here. Maybe you know, maybe get some cheaper beans in my <laughs> life. <laughs> That'd be kind of nice. Now, Tim, that brings me yeah. to our next part, though. How do you feel about roast? Because there's there's like essentially four different type of roast coffee that you can consume. Uh, I like medium to dark. Okay, I like medium light, to light. Light, light roast. Ha- light roast has more um, caffeine in it. Yes, but, and some are good. Uh, some light roasts are really solid. I just tend to think that light roast uh, takes on that what they call a bright flavor, and that bright flavor to me tastes sour. So, oh, interesting. It, okay. Yeah. So my taste buds just aren't, they just don't, they don't really like it as much on average because on the other end, dark roast can get to the point of like acrid and yeah, you know, that Cruddy. like the, cho- the chocolate kind of goes away and it turns into like coal. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree with that. So it, 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 you know, they both have their spectrums. Um, and so then you're probably asking, well, why don't you guys always just go medium blend? Because sometimes mediums are just you know, not good on either end. Sometimes they're not yep. deep enough or light enough for you to really enjoy either side. So when it comes to medium, I like it to be a little bit on the medium dark end. And then uh, some dark roasts genuinely are just so chocolatey and not bitter and they just balance really well. And then there's a few uh, Starbucks, their blonde roasts, since yeah. Starbucks like burns the fuck out of their beans anyway. Um <laughs> Their blonde, their blonde roast is phenomenal. I really enjoy uh, their, their blonde light, roast. Yeah. Their light roast is just so, so good. It's pretty uh, robust, I'd say, for it being a light roast, in my opinion. Yeah, well, it's because, again, it's because Starbucks, like, in, like they just, they really do just burn the fuck out of their beans. So, talking about roasts, in case, for just clarification, light roasts are usually brown in color. Uh, this roast is generally preferred in for milder coffee varieties. Uh, there's no oil on the surface of these beans because they're not roasted long enough for the oils to break through the surface. Medium roast. This roast is medium brown in color with a stronger flavor and a, still a non-oily surface. Um, it's often referred to as the American roast because it's generally preferred in the United States. So to your point, um, we love medium blend coffees. It's usually kind of like your breakfast blend coffees if you like see the labels. When yeah. you're like in the store, breakfast, like, yeah, breakfast is always a light medium. It's either medium light or uh, the mixture. Sometimes you'll see bags that say light medium on there as their ooh. breakfast blend. So yeah. going to that mixture, we have medium dark too. We got uh-huh. that's richer, darker in color. This roast has some oil on the surface, and it's slightly bittersweet with that aftertaste. Yeah. But again, it's not yeah that like super rich flavor that sometimes you get that can kind of be overwhelming with dark roast so this roast produces a shiny black beans with an oily as fuck oil (laughs) very oily surface and pronounced bitterness 
Um, the yeah. darker the roast, the less acidity will be found in the coffee beverage, though. So the dark roast coffees run from slightly dark to charred, which Again, I confuse it's that, me. It's the that, that <laughs> lack of that lack of acid, right? Like that's what I mean. I don't know. I love dark roast. It's so good. So oh, yeah, these are what you're normally going to use for your espressos, your um, French, mm-hmm. your French uh, roast, like. No, if you've even seen like the New Orleans roast, like it's referred to as a dark roast. So mm-hmm. these are our, yeah, these are our, our roasts that we have and you have now our scale. So if you guys want to send us coffee, you just let us know. <laughs> <laughs> so turns the, out, <laughs> turns out we kind of like all of them. We turns out we will actually drink like, any uh, coffee. Else uh, for sure. Light roast. Tim pretty much likes all of them. Yeah. He's just kind of more particular about his light roast <laughs> as opposed to his medium and dark. Because it feels like people can get it. Honestly, I, I do feel like medium and dark, you can get away with, uh, you can get away with some lesser beans, you know, because you're kind of, you're beating them up a little bit more with the heat. A little you know bit more. I mean? so. Yeah. And it's like, don't get me wrong. Like, to your point, I've definitely had dark roasts that I've enjoyed. Yeah. But like, yeah, yeah I'm not seeking it out per se. No, I feel like, you. That's what yeah. I'm saying, right? Like, that's what I mean. It's like, I've had light roasts I enjoy, but I'm with you. I'm more like, you know, if I don't, if I'm not, if it's not consistent, I, I'm going to just go I'm with not the like most. But again, I, I I do I like I I say it all the time with food right like why would you buy like this extremely expi- like you know all the fucking like uh, wagyu like beef burgers and shit like right all like uh, I've even seen like Kobe beef burgers and stuff but like the point of that beef is mm. that it's not like fucking manhandled and like beat to shit all the time right yeah but, so like you're doing it as a burger so you're kind of like nullifying what makes it like good and tender so you're just like paying extra for it i say it all the time it's like man if you're beating the shit up like if you're beating it up and about to fucking destroy it with heat and fire and fucking cooking the shit out of it it's like you could probably get away with something a little bit cheaper (laughs) and i think dark roast you can get away with some cheaper fucking some cheaper beans some cheaper blends kind of molds together Uh, yeah a little bit more yeah yeah again as someone who buys a lot of different coffees uh, i've definitely gotten some some decent cheaper uh dark roast <laughs> we're doing the word thing do, 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 do. um Man, the word, week after week i know i'd like who would have thought <laughs> the word coffee entered the english language in 1582 via the dutch coffee borrowed from the ottoman turkish cafe borrowed and turned from the arabic kawe oh okay boom bring back the original kawe bring kawe. it back bring it back let's talk about coffee's journey throughout time this is like a pretty abbreviated version, though, because like if I we would be here for a very long time if we yeah. did not do the abbreviated version. But coffee is a no pun intended, very rich history. Nice. Thank you. OK, nice. Thank you. I had to look at you for that. Coffee began to spread to the Arabian <laughs> Peninsula by the 15th century. Coffee was being grown in the Yemen district of Arabia, and by the 16th century, it spread to Persia, Egypt, Syria, and Turkey. So you're pretty much going west and south. Yeah. I had to like really think about my geography for a second. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you're good. I, yeah. I was like, oh, wow. Map. Never eat soggy waffles. Anyways. <laughs> hey, it it's works. okay. I'm terrible at world geography. It works. It's all it, it's all just in directions, even in the states. <laughs> just like yeah, <laughs> where's Atlanta located from? You guys uh, somewhere down somewhere yonder, that direction. somewhere down direction, down yeah. yonder. You just keep. I going. know it's east. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> it's this way away from me. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah, never eat soggy waffles. Um, coffee also began to spread by the opening of public co- coffee houses or cafe Kenna which first started to pop up around the Middle East. 
These were, I yeah. don't know why I said it like that. <clears throat> <laughs> like you were giving us that educational. Yeah. Voice. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Wow. Okay. These were the, <laughs> these were the hubs of social activity in a place where important information was exchanged. Right. Yeah. Like any coffee house, I would say in modern day yeah. time. Yeah. Literally, this hasn't changed. We've just done this. So, no. the wine of they shot they shot like a really early version of Friends back oh, then. Oh yes! Too. Oh it's my gosh! Thank just, you. Thank you. Just all of them sitting at the coffee shop. Instead of it was Central Perk, it was like Eastern Perk. Yeah. Yeah, I guess Western Perk, depending on how you where you're you're situated in <laughs> in the yeah. geography line. Yeah. So the wine of Araby had the help of spreading as thousands of people were making their way uh, to make a pilgrimage in Mecca. So people were coming to Mecca and they were like having this coffee drink there. People were like, oh, this is so good. What is this? And they took it back to whoever they could, wherever yeah. they were making their yeah. pilgrimage from. So in 1670, it said that India began to make coffee post the introduction of coffee beans from Yemen. But we will get to that here in a little bit. By the 17th century, coffee was making its way to Europe as travelers from the east were bringing back this mysterious black beverage from their travels. This is where the PR campaign for coffee went a little haywire in the beginning. In 1615, in Venice, a clergyman condemned coffee. It was the bitter invention of Satan himself. This is when Pope Clement VIII was asked to intervene and make a decision about coffee and its controversial status. He gave the drink his approval and coffee started to spread. What the fuck? You're summoning the devil. People are so weird. Dude, it was so good. It made people feel so good that they were like, this isn't right. I shouldn't be feeling this good. Yeah, people are so weird, man. It just feels, what's really sad is you read that and I was like, I was like, man, that feels like something that would happen like right now. Dude, that was like one of four times that coffee was like low-key banned in like the history of coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Five times. Yeah. Yeah. It's always, it's always on the edge. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, really? no, it's got, we're, no, no, we got capitalism now. It's got its fucking roots in now, baby. Oh, it's, it's set. It's definitely set. It's a money maker It's a now, multi, so it's, it's a three figure yeah. multi-billion dollar industry. Yeah. For, Isn't it like fucking like third most traded commodity or some um, shit? It's up there, buddy. It's, it's <laughs> like, I th- if someone don't quote me on this, but like I'm 99% sure I read that it is up there with oil as one of the top uh, commodities yeah. in the world. So like oil, I mean, you, oil and coffee, got, <laughs> like just put that into perspective like, for you. It's got to be top ten. It is no, it's top, it's top three. Some beverages they just rule the world. That's <laughs> <laughs> the way it is, man. Coffee is definitely one of them. So once again, coffee houses were becoming centers of social activity and communication in the major cities of England, Austria, France, Germany, and. Holland. So we are in Europe now at this point. In England, penny universities sprang up and they were called penny universities because for a price of a penny, you could purchase a cup of coffee and engage in some sort of stimulating conversations. It was at this point that coffee began to start replacing beer and wine as the breakfast beverage. So that's pretty impressive. Around the mid 1600s, coffee made its way to a place called New Amsterdam. Tim, you know what New Amsterdam is? Yeah. It's New York. It's New York, yeah. baby. That's where we're going. 27 rings, bro. That's where we're going. That's where we're going. That's where we're going. In 1714, the mayor of Amsterdam presented a gift of a young coffee plant to King Louis. Oh, gosh. King Louis the Fourteenth of France. Sorry. Roman numerals. The king ordered it to be planted in the Royal Botanical Garden in Paris. And despite a challenging voyage that in- included awful weather, a saboteur who tried to destroy the seedling and a pirate attack... He managed to transport it safely to Martinique, 
And then Brazilian coffee, yeah, we're going all across the globe, guys. Brazilian coffee owes its existence to Francisco de Melo de Paujeta, who was sent by the emperor to French Guinea to get coffee seedlings. The French were not willing to share, but the French, <laughs> this is fun, but the French governor's wife was captivated by his good looks. So he gave, she gave him a, a large bouquet of flowers. And before he left, buried inside those flowers, there was some coffee seeds. And that started what is the multi-billion dollar industry uh, in Brazil today. Yeah. I just wanted to uh, pull it up just because we're a history podcast. The, um, I, I, I've seen a lot of different like commodities. Uh, there's the silver, copper, gold. Uh, I did find a couple lists where coffee is like second or third. It's like in the top uh, 10. I found a couple where it wasn't in the top 10. You know, as far as food top goes, it's pretty, it's pretty, pretty high up there. It's pretty high up there. It's wild to me. Yeah, no. And it's been like that for a while. So like by the, cause like by the 18th century, I'm so glad you actually brought that up. Uh, coffee had become mm -hmm. one of the world's most profitable export crops. So like there coffee has been, I mean, like 300, 400 like years at this point, like we, the world has ran on coffee for a while. Yeah. And America runs on Duncan. Um, oh, but <laughs> <laughs> where's Ben? Is not Ben Affleck in the room? Not, not a sponsor. Is Matt Damon here? Uh, in 1852. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? These are surgery scars? Uh <laughs> in 1852, Brazil became the world's largest coffee producer and has continued to be the world's largest. Well, yeah. One of the world's largest coffee producers, followed by Vietnam, Colombia, and Indonesia. In, yeah. in 1864, <laughs> John and Charles Arbuckle, brothers from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, purchased Jabez Burns' newly invented self-emptying coffee bean roaster. The Arbuckle brothers began selling pre-roasted coffee in paper bags by the pound. They named their coffee Ariosa. And found great success selling great success selling it to the cowboys of the American <laughs> West. Yeehaw! <laughs> you went, you went, but you went kind of Borat there. One hundred percent. Great success. Great success. Uh, <laughs> My wife. <laughs> she like coffee. Uh, it wasn't long before James Folger <laughs> followed suit and began selling coffee to the gold miners of California. Yeah, Folger, like Folgers so why, in your so, cup. Yeah. So why is why Folgers the one that stuck around? <laughs> That's well, interesting. Well, yeah, we will get to that because I'm, I'm. Oh, did perplexed. he kill a man? He killed probably, the brothers. He probably. Killed the other guys. <laughs> he definitely probably like. I'm not saying, but like probably. Um, by the yeah, 19th century, it's not century. our job to yeah. like you know put a lens on history. We're here to just give the facts. He killed the guys. He definitely killed them. He killed <laughs> the guys. Sure. Allegedly, yeah, he, he killed him. <laughs> Allegedly, devil went down. Yeah, no. Are um, we gonna get? Wait, are we gonna get? He's like, when when did you say this happened? Eighteen hundreds. Uh, yeah. He's, okay, so he's super dead. We're not gonna get like sued or anything. Maybe no. Folgers will sue us. Who knows? No, I mean like the dude is the only cowboy. Maybe they're really litigious. Nah. <laughs> We're gonna get hit with like a lot, like a cease and desist in like six weeks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Best part of waking up is you shutting the fuck up. How about that? That's what's going to come into the mail. If they don't do their cease and desist letters like that, they should. <laughs> wow. Okay. That needs to go on a t-shirt. Uh, All right. Um, by the 19th century, coffee at Japan and South Korea. And then we're like really fast forwarding. There's a lot more to this, which we'll get to, but I'm just giving a general timeline. In the 1960s, a certain awareness for specialty coffee started to grow. In fact, 
in a little place called Seattle, Washington in 1971, a place called Starbucks opened. Yeah. And that was that was the beginning of real yep. this I would say the second half of commercial of the commercialization of coffee. We'll get to the first half in a little bit. Yeah. And then in the 90s, uh Dr. Evil's henchman number 2 bought stocks into Starbucks, you know, so they could keep funding their uh evil plans. Austin Powers is a history movie, right? I learned that correctly. I think so. Okay. Well, yeah. So that's what happened. That's what my dark notes. money at Starbucks. Dark money at Starbucks, man. <laughs> Got some dark money there. It's not just the coffee that's dark. Yeah, it's not just the coffee that's dark. It's their fucking history. Uh, Maybe we'll make that a separate, a separate podcast. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah the history of. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The dark, the dark history behind food. <laughs> That would be a sad podcast. It'd be a super sad <laughs> podcast. Yeah. This, this podcast is already like 70, 30, like 30% sad. <laughs> I was going to say, we haven't got like, yeah, there's, there's some sad. We haven't even talked about the child labor yet. I was going to say, like, we haven't talked about the slave labor <laughs> yet. Like, yeah. Yeah, we'll get there. Okay. So we should take a moment to discuss uh, how coffee was traded across the globe, which is where this is leading into. Oh, yeah. Let's discuss how. Yeah. We uh, strip the dignity and livelihood of people in poorer countries to have our nice, comfy, cozy life in richer c- countries. <laughs> That's pretty much and how we all just we all just kind of have to know that. <laughs> and somehow we wake up every day and it's just we just live with it. <laughs> Best part of waking up. Waking up is shutting the fuck up. <laughs> Um, so yeah, as, as the story always goes, the demand for coffee shot up and more countries wanted to capitalize. Um, this more than likely meant that plantations were being set up around the world by countries, which meant that slave labor, child labor, um, was how coffee was being cultivated. So, uh, we've got two major power players in this. We've got, uh, our friends, uh, in England who created the East India Trading Company. And we've our got friends our, in England. Our friends in England. London. And then we've got our friends. Yeah, yeah we have to be assholes about it every yeah, time they get Every mentioned. time. Every time. Uh, and then we have our friends. Are you Dutch. like beans and toast? <laughs> Bangers and mash. Um, the Dutch created the Dutch East India Trading Company. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, they initially attempted to put seeds literally in, in India, but were unfruitful. So then they went to Batavia on the island of Java, which is now Indonesia. And that is where the Dutch found success. Um, and then they obviously expanded to the islands of Sumatra and the Celebes. So, like, you've probably seen, like, Sumatra coffee if you, like, go mm-hmm. down the coffee aisle. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, part of that came from the Dutch. And then um, England really sank their jaws into India and establishing ports up and down um, the east. Wouldn't be England without doing so. Yeah, right. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> they were just beginning, really. Um, uh, yeah. So, yeah, they were establishing import and export uh, ports all over the east eastern coast of, of India. Uh, the EIC and VOC entered a period of intense competition which resulted in the Anglo-Dutch Wars of the 17th and 18th centuries. The British East India Company was competitive with the Dutch and French throughout the 17th and 18th centuries over spices from the Spice Islands. So it's like, which we now, I know we're like, that was like West Indies actually. Yeah. 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 Um, some spices at the time could only be found on these islands, such as nutmeg and clove, and they'd bring in profits as high as 400% from one voyage. Sheesh. 
Sheesh. Uh, the East India's Company archive suggests its involvement in slave trade began in 1684 when Captain Robert Knox was ordered to, to buy and transport 250 slaves from Madagascar to St. Helena. The East India Company began using transporting slaves in Asia and Atlantic in the early 1620s. Eventually, the company ended, I put that in quotations, ended the trade in 1834 after numerous legal threats from the British state and the Royal Navy in the form of the West Africa Squadron, which discovered various ships had contained evidence of illegal trade. Damn. Damn. Then we have the Third Anglo-Dutch War, temporarily interrupted VOC trade with Europe and caused a spike in the price of pepper, which enticed the English East India Trading Company to enter this market in 1672. Then... We have the Fourth Anglo-Dutch War. The VOC was a financial wreck after attempts to reorganize. Uh, The VOC charter was ultimately allowed to expire on December 31st, 1799. And then through the 17th century, the VOC trading posts were established in Persia, Bengal, Malacca, Siam, Formosa, which is now Taiwan, as well as Malabar and Coromandel Coast in India. So now they're taking on... uh, coming into the british territory they're also taking on the other side of asia so like i said taiwan um looking on the other west side of india and then they also had direct access to china in 1729 so they're in it they're in those markets now which like british like yo what are you doing in the aftermath of the indian rebellion in 1857 and under provisions of the government of india act 1858 the british government nationalized the company the British government took over its Indian possessions, its administrative powers and machinery, and its armed forces. The company had already divested itself in the commercial trading assets in India in favor of the UK government in 1833. In return, India got fucked. The shareholders voted to accept an annual dividend of 10.5% guaranteed for 40 years, which was going to be funded from India. The debt obligations continued beyond dissolution and were only extinguished by the UK government during the Second World War war jesus christ yeah they just got absolutely fucked on that um my god so yeah finally um in about uh 1874 it was like the that was like the last of uh the payments and everything and at that point it was kind of dissolved that was the eic and the voc and just the habit that absolutely just reeked on asian countries uh attempting to establish itself as the prime prime trading source for spices and coffee and anything and everything in between very fun very fun but let's go back to america shall we let's bring let's bring the horses back over here okay so now established coffee's in new york we love it it's the breakfast go-to in fact did you know that coffee became patriotic oh do tell the boston tea party happened okay and england was like yo we're up in the taxes on everything right 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 and so coffee wasn't getting taxed and so yeah. they're like fuck you we're gonna drink coffee now we're not gonna yeah. b- we're not gonna buy your tea we don't need your tea yeah we're done we're done tea drinking ways. we're not drinking tea anymore we're gonna drink coffee we're done yeah you know what we're onion rings with tea yeah that was it don't tread on me was, yeah yeah <laughs> the first <laughs> the first coffee company is was that the, yeah was, is that the fbi contacting us what the oh. fuck <laughs> The first coffee company was founded in San Francisco in 1850. Pioneer Steamed Coffee and Spice Mills became the first known company to commercialize and mass-produce coffee. Today, it's better known by its household brand name, Boulders. 
man, I really thought you were gonna like hit us with a hit us with like a, a like a Maxwell house, you know? What I mean? I no, no, yeah, like, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, you thought it was Folgers, but no, it's, it's no, Folgers. that was Folgers. It's Folgers. Um, in 1890, the Hills brothers used a new tech. Check this out: the vacuum seal. They were vacuum sealing, oh. vacuum sealing. Um, wow, I can't say vacuum. They were vacuum sealing coffee beans that they had already broken down, right? They already ground up. Mm. Um, and then boom, to Tim's point earlier, that was usually, that was the biggest issue that coffee has. I mean, still has, but especially back in the day, that was the biggest issue that coffee had. The freshness wasn't, ev- like, there was no way of keeping yeah. that freshness unless you were literally going to, going to get a cup of coffee somewhere from an actual coffee house. So uh, the Hills Brothers changed that and they started shipping uh, the coffee beans out. In 1890. What year was this? Uh, that was in 19, 1890. That's that's not real. Isn't that wild? That's not real. Vacuum selling bags in 1890? 1890. There was like you, 10 cups. It was 10 cups. That, that's not real. Like think, That's not a real, think not like a real the, thing that happened. Think like, the, <laughs> think, think like the tuna cans. And that's what they were putting. They were vacuum sealing ground uh, coffee that's, beans in. No, no way. They didn't even know what the word vacuum meant. No way. No how. Not convinced. Isn't that wild? <laughs> not convinced. <laughs> Dude, it's it's no wild. way, no way, yeah, no way, no how. Eighteen ninety, no way, no way. I don't know. I don't know why I'm acting surprised. Uh, we've learned that. Uh, we've learned that things are uh, in in the eighteen hundreds really weren't that far weren't that far gone. They had a lot of inventions going. They had a like lot, like the toaster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that doesn't make sense. How did that happen? Could have swore a toaster was made in the seventies, but no. <laughs> it's well, it's really wild because you say that, and then it's like you really do come into the post uh like from what we've seen like post depression era hit 30 40 mm. 50 60s and that's really the emergence of like these instant foods and it's almost like i mean obviously like the emergence of all of the all of this tech and the culmination of that and then now we have yeah obviously yeah and like better ways of like storing and right. refrigerating which is, and packaging I mean, yeah which is how fucking linear time works right it's like it's a bunch of precursors to, so yes. like it is yeah like it is always so funny when you like hear a year about something and you're like that's crazy they were doing that that long ago and it's, it's so like true. well yeah it wasn't it wasn't sophisticated but yeah <laughs> like they, they were in yeah. fact starting the process that would eventually become like vacuum sealing fucking bags i think maybe <laughs> that's like oof that might be like the thing and like wow let me take like a fucking pill for a second it's like the romanticism i think that we have with like technology because we when we like think of these things happening we think of it in like 21st century like oh the toaster was made exactly how i can go buy it in the store now with all of these different uh settings and knobs and every whatever else i think i need it's like no dude it was literally just like on and off heat yeah and like that's it yeah like it was literally two guys holding what looked like branding rods <laughs> close to the piece of bread you owned. And you just bought those guys. Yeah, that's what that's it. you just owned those dudes in their eternal fire. That's what you, <laughs> that was the original toaster. That, yeah. That's how it worked. That's how it worked. And it wasn't until, you know, we uh, accessed some black magic and started using what is known by the uh, devils as electricity. Electricity. When we created the, and the moment we got electricity, the iPhone was invented. That's, Kind of how time works, right? I think that's how it works, yeah. Yeah. The moment the the cyborg Benjamin Franklin invented electricity, iPhone, right after that. Exactly. And and Steve Jobs was a 
a vampire. Shortly thereafter. But yeah. This is such a good history podcast. <laughs> it's pretty accurate information, honestly. This is such a good history podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so in 1890, you're vacuum sealing cans of coffee. But I'm a historian. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so, yeah. Uh, pretty much Maxwell House. 1892, that's launched, further expanding into the industry, and that would eventually surpass Folgers in the 1980s as the biggest coffee business in the United States. But wait. Whoa. There's more to In him. the 80s? Yeah, I didn't realize that, but yeah, in the 80s. I didn't know that. I mean, it's all trash. <laughs> <laughs> they are both god. Maxwell god and awful. Folgers? Yeah, no. Yeah, they're really bad. But they're the oldest. They are the oldest. Shout out to my mom who drinks both. <laughs> <laughs> in nineteen sixty six. So we're fast forwarding a oh, lot of it, but not on. a little bit. Hold on. Um what is Maxwell's house's like thing? What's their slogan? You said that and I'm like, the best part of waking. Yeah, uh, yeah. No. Um <laughs> I don't know. And I'm pretty sure they're like from Tennessee or some shit like that. I really should have actually done more on Maxwell House, but Good to the last drop. What a f- Yeah. So Bro, not nearly as not nearly as uh, as catchy or fun. No, and so um, the na- so okay, yeah, my bad, you guys. So Maxwell House, it's pretty much um, named in honor of the Maxwell House Hotel in Nashville, Tennessee, which was its first major okay. customer. Which like w- talk about like brand like loyalty. Yeah, Jesus. I was just cur- I I was just curious what their slogan was to like to be the top selling in the 1980s like American coffee brand. It's just like, I don't like, there's just, you know, there's nothing about Maxwell house that I think of that. I'm like, that sticks. <laughs> no, and yeah. you t- it turns out that turns out their slogan is good to the last drop, which is probably the most, I don't know. How hard did they work on that one? I mean, they didn't, think? they didn't you know? out of all the iconic, like slogans, like melts in your mouth, not your hands. Uh, the, uh, Best part of waking up, folds in your cup. Uh, lace chip, bet you can't just have one. Uh, like, so many good ones out there. And theirs is good to the last drop. Okay, they're claiming that apparently Andrew Jackson was the one that said that. He proclaimed what? on October 21st, 1907 at the Hermitage. Uh, that's Andrew Jackson's residence for those who didn't go to elementary school in Tennessee and went there for all of the fucking field trips. Um, uh, but apparently yeah. he proclaimed it was good to the last drop. But Coca-Cola was also using that slogan at the time. But then they still said fuck it and still decided to use it. So, Well, I mean. Well, I guess because Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola changed. Yeah. Because they were like, we don't have cocaine anymore. That was their slogan that they had to change it to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, we actually haven't had cocaine in years, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we swear, you guys. Like, please just drink like, our coffee. Uh, we took that shit out like five years after. <laughs> we swear. Which wasn't when we were supposed swear. to take it out. But like, it was that's gone now. So what's it matter? In 1966, America was introduced to its first major coffee chain, Pete's Coffee. Yeah. Fucking Pete's. Pete's. Pete's Coffee. It actually had- Also its, disgusting. Yeah. Um, it also had its first storefront in Berkeley, California. And yeah. then fun origin story part two. Alfred Pete, the owner of Pete's Coffee, personally trained Gordon Bowker, Zev Siegel, and Jerry Baldwin on how to make the perfect roast. Tim, do you want to know what those guys ended up doing in 1971? Um dissolving the company and selling it to a different company almost they decided to open starbucks oh fun and pike place market in seattle fun yeah so that's what happened there um 
In the United States. That's cool, man. Over 60% of American adults indulge in a cup of coffee at least once a day. Yeah, which is pretty solid. You said over 60%? Yeah. Damn, that is a lot. That is a lot. And it's like, I wonder how many percentage, like what percentage of those people um, drink coffee more than once a day. Well, I was actually more curious about the Americans that still drink coffee. They just don't drink it once a day. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like that's got to be pretty high too. Like I imagine that just like drinking coffee in general is probably done by most. I mean, that is technically a majority, but even more than that, I would think. Maybe again, you know, some people don't like having it every day. Some people are, some people are, you know, always trying to like keep their caffeine intake low. Some people get jittery on it. So yeah. They don't necessarily go out of their way to like buy decaf or whatever. I would definitely be interested. I might, yeah, I might take some more social that. coffee drinkers, you know? Ooh, yeah. So coffee was banned. There was multi, coffee is like the, the uncertified bad boy of, uh, of the beverage industry. That's not alcohol. Yeah. Right. So. Right. Multiple times. Famously. Famously. <laughs> Uh, it was banned in 1511 in Mecca, and they're like, oh, just kidding. We'll, we'll decide not to do that at one point. It was banned in Italy in the 16th century. Remember, we kind of talked about that a little bit, and they're like, oh, okay, it's fine. Uh, Constantinople in 1623, as Murad IV said that anyone that was caught with coffee a second time, so this is after they were caught with coffee, would be sewn into a leather bag and thrown into the water. It's a bit <laughs> harsh, in my opinion. Uh, Sweden okay. in 1746... As well as banning coffee, the government also banned any coffee paraphernalia, like cups and dishes. King Gustav III ordered convicted murderers to drink coffee while doctors monitored how long the cups of coffee would take to kill them. That punishment didn't go very long, though, because it was just bad news for the the people watching and not for the prisoners. Holy fucking shit. Uh, And then in Prussia, that's that's wild, uh, in 1777... Frederick the Great issued a manifesto claiming beer superiority over uh, coffee. What a fucking battle. It was a battle. <laughs> beer beer versus coffee. Uh, we talk about it all the time. Just like, oh, man, how different uh, we look at alcohol these days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Again, like, let's not talk about alcohol right now. I okay. I was going to say, I mean, <laughs> okay. I was going to say, yeah. But honestly, like, to your point, kind of closing off the pot here, but to your point, um, yeah, that was one of the things that, like, one of the reasons why employers were like, oh, no, like, maybe maybe coffee is the way to go. Because people that obviously, like, showed up to work that, like, had beer or wine with their breakfast were not as, like, aware um, yeah. as, the, as their, for, as their for, coffee for pattern. Now, yeah. 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 For what we now know as very obvious reasoning. <laughs> and then, like, right? And then, like, pretty much, like, whenever unions started to happen and so workers were finally getting like actual breaks it would be a thing to like have a coffee break that would that would be the thing to do you go chat with everybody you get a little refresher get you know get right for the rest of the day and then you'd move on um so really also like shout out to unions because that's part of the reason why coffee is also so prominent in like the workplace because yeah in like workplaces and stuff yeah absolutely um but yeah so you what give it like a 92 yeah yeah upper 90s or lower nine. i do remember he was in the 90s my apologies for not remembering the uh oh i said i said 90 even um i'll go 92 okay i'll take that that's an a yeah yeah i'll go 92 i'm i'm trying to be better about just not giving everything top tier uh 100 um who am i kidding it's a 96 uh 
dude, I love coffee. Uh, I think it's great in desserts. Uh, and it's got, that's a really, I mean, again, and yeah, I know you said we were doing like abbreviated stuff, but it's got such a, in, like a, such a big history yeah. um, that you'd have to pretty much do a series for like every country that it's been prominent exactly. in. Yeah. <laughs> no, and seriously, <laughs> really yeah. To like, yeah, if we really wanted to go way, way, way into it. It's def- like, that's why I think it's really interesting about coffee. Cause I mean, like, We've talked about all sorts of different types of food that spans all different types of eras and regions of the world. But coffee, I mean, it's been around one of those one of those beverages that's been around forever and has definitely had an impact on each area, each country, which I don't know. I think it's kind of impressive. I don't know. I just think it's really impressive. Yeah. When you think yeah. about it. I mean, it, it, it has a, it's just like the amount of like economical impact. Yeah. I think is what's so what's so why like what's just so crazy about coffee i mean and of course what you know when we're doing the research and writing the scripts uh it, it sort of comes down to what we kind of what kind of shines through and what we end up focusing on yeah. so maybe there were other foods that we've done that maybe we just didn't spend more time talking about like their like economic impact on like countries but but you're right. I mean, we've just talked about a lot. I mean, you know, famously like mustard, things like that, like w- yeah. which is just a spice that was, I think, probably one of the oldest foods we yeah, talked about. for sure. And again, there probably were, you know, like economic stuff of like involved with mustard. But it's like it's also, I don't know, like it's coffee is still traded so heavily. And mustard's just, I mean, it's a big food. But it's, it's spices just aren't what they, you know, what they used to be in terms of like trade right. value and things like that. They're obviously still very heavily traded, but we just, they're so fucking accessible now that it just doesn't have the same thing. Whereas like coffee mm-hmm. right now is still such a major, major industry in so many different fucking countries. And there's like, <laughs> at any moment you could have more of that bullshit that happened with like India and the Asian country. Right. Like literally at any moment, right? Like it's, it's massive these companies that own all that shit absolutely and like to that point like coffee's been like to your point coffee's been around for so long and yet at the beginning of this we're talking about the resurgence of coffee and the processes of coffee and the different ways that people are making it so yeah i don't know it's kind of cool i'm impressed i'm impressed um, yeah 96 i'll take it though i think that's pretty solid 96 yeah my favorite part of the uh tim's favorite parts uh my favorite (laughs) part of the podcast was when we got that cease and desist from Folgers, uh, yeah, that was fun. They're they are the very FBI litigious. Visit. Turns out, yeah, that's my uh, those are my personal favorite parts uh, of the of the episode. Uh, L, what are your final thoughts? My final thoughts. Um, All right, that was L's final thoughts. <laughs> we are uh, moving on. We've heard enough from you and me. Uh, this is the end of the podcast. Yes. <laughs> Welcome to Where Does Food, the music that just started playing. That music <laughs> that you heard at the top that you're also hearing right now was made by a good friend of ours, Austin Martin. <laughs> it was also made partially by me. Um, and I deserve just as much credit, if not more. Absolutely. All right. Quit taking all my credit, Austin. Jesus. And uh, you can find him on Apple Music and Spotify. Yes, hit that Spotify uh, Under the name Meridian Sky, you can go listen to his music. He makes a lot of good music. It's just jam bandy stuff. Just good just good rock music. Go listen to it. Have a good time. Um, you can also find half of us on Twitter. Oh. Um, you can... 
So you can find uh, the actual podcast on Twitter at Where Does Food. You can find L on Twitter at L Chapo with three underscores in between there because I almost forgot. That's what it is. <laughs> and you can find me on Instagram at Tim um, underscore and underscore Winston. Yeah. Uh, well, Winston and Tim. It doesn't matter. It's going to be in the fucking show notes. Just go to the show notes. <laughs> we'll link it. It'll take you to the pages. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's Winston and Tim, but with underscores in between it. Um, you can find <laughs> you can find us also at our website, wheredoesfood.com. Uh, we got all of the episodes there, and you can listen to them on there. You can also check us out on anchor.fm forward slash where-does-food. Uh, we have a supporter button over there as well, so if you want to support us, you can press that supporter button, and you'll just throw some uh, change our way, and we'll thank you for it. You know, you know, there's Probably. not like a lot of extra perks, but like, we'll thank you for it. Bare minimum, bare minimum. We'll thank you for it. And I'll show nipple if you really want oh. it. I, you know, like if you really want it, you get one nipple. You get the ch- your choice, by the way. Oh, viewer's choice of one nipple. So uh, that's what $5 a month gets you. It gets you a viewer's choice of one nipple and a thank you from me and L. Oh, also, and maybe... If we get enough supporters, Elle will be able to afford to go get her degree Maybe. Um, in food history. So, you know, we're still working on that, but they oh, they idea. actually just texted again. They said, no fucking way. Doesn't matter how much money she spends. Uh, so, you know, either way, uh, we're going to try our best. Next season, we're going to try and get it for her. Uh, so that's our new stretch goal for our GoFundMe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm done goofing around. I, I'm pretty sure that's it. Go leave, um, go leave reviews. Uh, Spotify, Apple, it helps. Go just, I don't know. Go just fucking click stars and type things. And yeah. Be cool about it. Five stars. Uh, yeah. The other thing that you can do is just trap people in cars and put the podcast on. Yeah. We're free. Like, yeah. Like don't don't kidnap. I'm not don't kidnap people. I'm not saying kidnap people. I'm saying like. If you're driving on the interstate, like traveling, they can't leave. Yeah, no, it's so not like, safe for them to put leave. The pod- yeah, put the podcast on <laughs> when you're driving 80 miles an hour. Put it on. They can't leave because of the death if they jumped out. Like that's you know, so it's a pretty big deterrent uh, from them leaving the car. So if that's told. happening, I've been told. You know, yeah, yeah. If that's happening, then you know, just turn it on. That's yeah, I think plan. that's it. Yeah, that's, that's a good plan. Yeah, I think that's the podcast. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Tim's going to go drink more water. Uh, Everyone have a great evening, day, morning, week, weekend. Um, Have whatever greatness that you want to have in life. You can do that through the secret of positive um, attitude and, uh, and positive thinking. And you can literally change the world with uh, positive energy I'll take that um, and I'm lying and breathe as all those things were just not true I mean it does help sometimes to be happy but like you know. again and breathe I guess I'm gonna yeah let's end the podcast <laughs> <laughs>